0: and get ready to just go with it what is up you guys happy friday happy hour we're back for another episode of just go with it and it's been a long seven days without you all
1: it's been a long seven days of just going with it and i'm ready to keep going with it this weekend god bless the weekend keep trucking because uh what else are we gonna do just lay over and die <laughs> <laughs> if you know us that's not in our wheelhouse we keep trucking Ain't that right, Ashley?
0: (laughs) We're both sounding like we've been doing this for (laughs) the last 87 years of our life. And someone is begging us at the retirement home to pump out one more episode, (laughs) one more try, one more go.
1: (laughs) One more trip around the block for old times. You know what, though? You said this once to me and it was like really insightful. I love when like, you bring stuff
0: up for my memory.
1: You're like, I didn't choose to be born, which is true. Nobody does. But then you're also like, I am an adult now and I did not choose to have to decide what to make myself for dinner every night or what to eat at least every single night. And sometimes some weeks just feel like that. Like that hits harder than other weeks. You're just like, dang, I really got to do this all over again. I
0: told my mom that. Well, Okay, there's two things about what you just said. One, the idea... Of deciding what to make yourself for lunch and or dinner every day for the next, if things go well, for the next, you know. 80 years 80 plus I'm sorry not 80 no that's too long 60 plus years I don't know with
1: modern technology Ash (laughs) it could be 80
0: 67 plus years sounds more daunting than if I were to go and commit to like running a marathon in a few months that just sounds so daunting and so exhausting to me
1: especially because like it's not only for you because hopefully god willing we'll have families one day and then you have to worry about like what everyone else is going to eat and sometimes your kids are picky eaters and you have to make one meal for them and one meal for the other and then your husband and just like oh it's too much we all
0: think that i'm gonna be especially i think my parents like the fun like "Ah, as long as we're all having fun and making memories who cares type of parent but i think that based on my lack of motivation to you know make dinner have picky eaters in the family i think might be more drill sergeant than we all think
1: i could see you being drill sergeant and i think that we're all gonna character archetype myself as the mom that brings home mcdonald's four nights a week and is like your i think kids, it's gonna be true I think,
0: I think it's gonna be true have you seen the, the tiktok back. have you seen the tiktok that's like i understand now that i'm an adult why my mom was gonna beat me if she got home from work and i hadn't defrosted the chicken or the meat or something because <laughs> you get home from a long day and the last thing you want is for something to not go your way All your child had to do, all your competent twelve-year-old child had to do, was pull the chicken out of the fridge and put it in a bowl of water on the counter (laughs) in a package. And if they forgot to do that, that throws off the the only free three hours that aren't even really free that you have until you start your next grueling god awful suburban day
1: your second shift as they call it in psychology class you have your work shift and then you come home and you have your second also reminds me sorry with the tiktok references
0: but uh (laughs) i'm only 22 but uh that the single mom who works too hard with reba where it's like you're the roommate the roommate who does the opening and closing shift and i used to adore the opening shift
1: the opening shift it. of
0: what of, oh the house the apartment you get up before everyone else you open <laughs> the blinds you start the coffee and you unload <laughs> the dishwasher <laughs> that used to be my favorite part of my day when i lived with what people what the
1: heck you called it an opening shift I know, I did it. I, no i didn't i i got the joke from tiktok and i
0: wish in the moment i called it an opening shift
1: oh yeah i wish you were clever enough to think of that maybe this podcast would have made it farther if we were more <laughs> clever. <laughs> I'm gonna spit out my drink i've been saying that too to people instead yeah. of like
0: ha, ha ha on a text i'll say oh, i spit my drink out
1: yeah if you guys want to spice up your texting life text with me and ashley for like one week and it'll give you a lot of fresh ideas we talk like old grizzled men who have been on this earth for far more years than we have that are going to the diamond like today and
0: ironically you posted on your story how much you like the song my maria
1: <laughs> that song slaps like you cannot grizzled listen to the song men. and not smile it's so good
0: I was making breakfast this weekend, or something, and I told my mom, "This is funny. This is very grizzled." I told my mom, "I was like, do you ever think how fun it would be to be like a line cook in like a small diner in like Montana or something, making like pancakes in the back or a pot of coffee,
1: flipping flip flapjacks?"
0: Yeah, she's like, "No, never." She's like, "That's never my dream. It might be yours, but it's never been mine."
1: Who said our lives can't take that turn? No one. We I have hope all they do. Everything
0: ahead of us when they do, we do locals only. I hope it takes that turn. Um, me too but yes we were what were we originally talking about
1: just making making dinner dinner for
0: yourself every day till you die oh I was gonna say I tell my mom and I've told you guys a million times I didn't ask to be here do I love life more than life itself yes but I didn't ask for it (laughs) I didn't ask to be born and have to be self-sufficient past you know 18 years old or whatever when you go to college and my mom says well I didn't ask for it either and I was like no but you knew
1: how tough it was, that so you could have stopped there. <laughs> you knew how tough it was You didn't be. have to procreate, and that's what we're getting at here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably sounds so ungrateful. I just like, want everyone to know we're kidding. Okay, moving
0: on. <laughs> and our parents know that we're on a comedy tour. Our
1: parents know that we live to make people laugh.
0: I told my mom. I was like um, talking about Lisa a lot, but I told her. I forgot where I was coming back from. I was like, there's nothing I love more than when I'm with new people and I make them laugh. And the attention, Seriously. attention gets me going, and it puts me on one, and I can't stop with the, yeah. with the jokes. Like and the she's drug. like, and she's like, that's really weird. And I was like, no, I think it's called being an extrovert.
1: Yeah, it's called being an extrovert. And also, we learned about like our Clifton Strengths test at like some leadership camp. Oh, mine was and being pa- a woo girl yeah woo girl that's what I was gonna say being a woo girl because you win people over it's like the art of winning people over and you like get a rush from it like exactly like what you were saying and I'm like that is so true like there is nothing that gets me more excited than being in a room full of strange oh Ashley's out of her drink ASMR sounds like a movie theater yeah it sounded like you were drinking a cherry coke out of the bottom of a plastic cup um, but anyways, there's nothing more thrilling to me and apparently to you as winning a group of strangers over. It's so fun. I live for it. I wish I could do it every day and I actually kind of get to it with my job. So God bless.
0: It's kind of called being a performer.
1: You stopped yeah. to me the
0: other day and you said you're going to start telling people that your occupation is a performer.
1: Right. Cause I feel like every day I put on a performance and if I don't perform well enough, then it wasn't that good of a day.
0: <laughs> perform for the waitress or the mailman. For
1: everybody. I have an anecdote, an anecdotal beginning. Okay. So everyone knows this last year I have become such a gym rat. Who knew? I'm like the girliest gym rat I've ever met, but here I am still going to the gym. And it's just like a fun passion of mine and something that keeps me sane. And a lot of people who never really started working out I used to be you that used to be my mindset and now I'm the other kind of people that I used to look at and think you're freaking insane but here we are so I'm in Nashville trying out new gyms I've been going on a bunch of tours I did like the whole planet fitness anytime fitness weighing cost options what they give me all that good stuff And I went to this one gym called Quantum in the Gulch. And if you know Nashville at all, the Gulch is like the trendy area, like very LA vibes. Like you go shopping and everyone looks cute and stuff. So I'm like, oh, good. I'll like this. Quantum is so cool and trendy on the inside. But when I tell you it was the most intimidating thing i actually felt like i'd stepped onto a movie set like when they portray a gym and i thought all the people and they were paid actors because i have never seen so many hot young people walking around you can't even walk into equinox like in
0: manhattan can you imagine i know
1: It's absurd, like just doing their own thing, like so many hot men with full heads of hair left and right, like heads turning. And luckily, I came from work. So I had like my hair done. I was in my cute little skirt outfit. So I really stood out again. Life is a performance. And it was really fun. I was getting my tour and two strange things happened. So I have been going on some dates, you know, to get to know the city, to go on some new restaurants, whatever, having fun. And I'm touring this gym for like 20 minutes in the middle of a day, basically, like not even prime gym time. And in this 20 minutes, I see not one, but two men that I have been talking to on dating apps. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I didn't know that either of them belonged to that gym. How do you so, at the gym midday? Well, I think some people think about all of like the unconventional work people yeah. are doing these days. I like work from and home plus, and just like schedule
0: around to the gym
1: right and if people are musicians like a lot are in Nashville it's like you work the night shift at bartending or like whatever you know what I mean so yeah it's kind of funny but I was like are you kidding me and so I like went up and said hi to one which was just hilarious I'm like I've been in this town for a week and I'm touring a gym in this town of whatever it is 500,000 people like it's a big that city
0: is, it is way more than that
1: you think oh hell yeah search google I just sounded so old I said search google help Search the old interwebs, would you? I bet they have an answer for us. Oh my god, there's like no one in Nashville. How many people? I thought it
0: was in Vino in the
1: millions. What? It's not that big of a city. 692,000. Okay, I was close. It's still a lot of people. I came from a town of 2,000 I expected a couple million. No, no, it's not like LA or New York. It's a very condensed city, which is nice because it feels tackleable. But anyways... I'm in this huge city in this one gym at this one point of time of day. I run into two people I know. And I think, is this a sign, a good sign? Like maybe I should go to this gym or is it a bad sign? Because I can't be going to a gym with hot ass men walking around who look like paid actors to be there when you're just going to be sweaty and gross at the gym anyway. Like, do I want to be self-conscious and like have to pick out my cute matching sets when I go to the gym? Like, maybe not. Maybe not. You know?
0: To spare you all the details, this week's verdict out, verdicts out is that I do not believe Abby should join this gym because I think if she was passive about working out much like I or many of our friends, and she just Mm -hmm. did it to like listen to a podcast and, you know, run on the treadmill, then she should do it for the bit. But because she's a gym rat and like trying to train for starting QB at the local high school this year and (laughs) and actually cares about her fitness that for that reason, I think that she should go someplace where she is not known.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to be distracted because think about all the distractions of hot men around. Like I'd rather just get in, focus on my workout, get out. It's kind of like the airport. We have like sexual attention with literally everyone your age, you know?
0: Anyone on two legs? It's like
1: that, but at the gym and everyone's like hot and sweaty and just like adds a whole other element. And you're like, damn, we all care about our fitness and the way we look hot you know what's hard is I would go to a planet fitness but it's just so packed in there and I just didn't get I don't like the purple and black vibes it made me feel weird in there color I felt like I was schemes a lot
0: and they're not thinking taking it into enough account when they do these all no gym, and gym I understand planning.
1: it's branding like oh let's stand out we're the purple gym but you walk in and you feel like you just entered a carnival okay, game personally
0: if I were gonna open a gym tomorrow I'm gonna open gyms tomorrow. I tomorrow. would. I would literally streamline it and go with an Equinox aesthetic, but it would be the affordable man's like gym, but it would still have that aesthetic of streamlined, clean, global
1: cut. gym. Purple Cobras aesthetic, but Average Joe's attendees is what I'm exactly.
0: Hearing. I want. Yeah, I, that would be a good gym name, Average Joe's.
1: Um, have you ever seen the movie Dodgeball? That's what I was referencing.
0: Is a gym called Average Joe's? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just like a name.
1: From, nope. Average Joe's from Gymnasium. Life. Yeah, well. That's a good one. Let's make it a thing. Yeah, good stuff.
0: All right. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into our podcast for today. If you skipped past the first 13 minutes, here we are. We have your attention now. And what we're talking about today is taking inventory of your life and your mental state.
1: I love taking inventory. The small part of me that's type A and not an absolute chaotic mess. The 10%. Who loves making lists and things. Yeah, the 10%. The the percent that gets
0: taxed the rich part of your brain.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that part. (laughs) That part loves The idea of taking inventory, like writing down lists, making it very clear in front of you, what's going great in my life? What do I like? What's giving me energy? What's fueling me? And at the same time, what's, what could I do without? What is bringing me down? What is draining me of my energy? I think that's very important for people to be self-reflective of. We kind of talked about last episode, new, new month, new you screw new year, new you it's new month, new you this is a great secondary activity for that because once you're kind of figuring out, you set your intentions for the month, what you want to accomplish, what you want to make better, then you can also start cutting out the things that are draining you of your energy.
0: Yes, and also the older we get, the more we know ourselves and we know our capacity to deal with stuff, with other people, with situations, with just aspects of our life. The older you get, the more you know your own capacity. We only have a finite amount of time an amount of energy and an amount of thoughts that we can put towards different aspects of our day. And it's only going to get worse the older we get. And if we have kids and if we do get married and uh, we get promotions and your kid's not taking the frozen chicken out of the freezer, like we only have a finite amount of energy and time that we can put towards different parts of our lives. So we really need to be careful of that, protect that and guard our
1: mental capacity. Guard your hearts, guard yourselves, <laughs> hide your kids, hide your <laughs> wife, and start taking inventory of your life. Oh, my God, that rhymes. <laughs> warrior of our generation, ladies and I want gents. that on a t-shirt. <laughs> you got to ask and you shall receive. You want to, you got it. Yeah. Um, no, but that's really true. Let's talk about some things that bring us energy and that tear us down, if you will. Some things that bring me energy that I think is more of a communal experience probably is like Friends and family, your pets, things that people who really know you very intimately that you know you can rely on and have meaningful conversation with, those are all very important. Um, something that quite literally brings me energy is my iron pills I take every day because I have anemia <laughs> that plus the gallon of water I drink every day the literal gallon I'm always trying to get Ashley to drink more water and she never uh-huh. listens to me but like it truly makes me feel so much better throughout the day when I'm extremely hydrated and so I literally just drink water all day long like I I'm never my cup overfloweth. like my water bottle is never empty unless it's in my stomach you know yeah
0: that was beautiful that was really uh, insightful anything else like
1: energy? iron pills water friends and family hmm. <laughs> the trifecta the trifecta <laughs> um oh another thing that gives me energy this might sound kind of weird but the colors that you surround yourself with like what kind mm-hmm. of color scheme you put in your room what color scheme that you're sleeping in in your bed and the clothes that you're putting on that is something that like i'm a very like visual person like it brings me a lot of energy so i'm making my whole room very pink and girly and fun and it's actually like. A mood booster. Like I'm into it. Oh, no, I believe it. you. And I never really had that before because I always like lived with other people or I had to live at home where I wasn't allowed to decorate anything what? because, well, <laughs> not at home, not my home I grew up in, but like my home, my parents oh, are okay. at now. They're like, yeah, yeah, don't put anything on the walls. It's weird. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now I get to like really decorate my room, so yeah. I highly recommend if you guys are feeling in a slump, put something cute and, and new on your wall or like get a new pink couch from craigslist like i don't know go crazy
0: go a little wild that was go really beautiful. Crazy. thank you that was a good stuff some stuff that i think brings me energy is i didn't write this down pen to reading legal pad. reading
1: brings you energy
0: no. hold on i didn't write it down pen to legal pad <laughs> i know you more than you know you just uh, kidding. yeah no i do enjoy reading i enjoy Making people laugh. And like we were just mm-hmm. talking about, I love making people laugh. I love spending time with best friends that make me laugh. I make them laugh. We have some good banter. I get energy every time I talk friend to Abby. Um, oh my
1: gosh, I'm honored.
0: Yeah. I always leave in a much better mood. Wow, that's um, really sweet. <laughs> I love cooking and putting on some good music while you cook and making it having like a glass of wine while you do it. That's always really makes me feel like myself. I love going for a walk and listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I love being around people. That makes me feel energetic. I love getting to be creative. God, this makes me sound like an alcoholic, but I love a bar with live music and like being with most people you really like. That makes me feel really good.
1: No, I totally agree. Nothing I love more than live music, which is why I'm in the perfect city. But I just feel like more cities need to adopt the Nashville way of life. Like, why aren't there more bars with live music? I don't know. There's musicians everywhere. This we know. This we know to be True. This we know to be true. Maybe we've got to step up to the plate, Ashley. Do you think it's our you time? Know how to
0: play the drums, so. Um, I love being at the beach. That makes me feel good. Oh, <laughs>
1: totally. That is a good one. I
0: love being getting to be creative, like painting, drawing stuff like that. It makes me feel like I have energy.
1: Um, did I exhaust the list? I'm just named a lot. Painting, drawing. I think the point is, our all of our lists are going to be different because we're all different people, but. You just need to take inventory of yourself. What makes you happy? What do you walk away from being like, I am ready to conquer and take on the next part of my day? And what do you walk away from that makes you <laughs> want to just pull all your hair out and I just feel like people are putting up with too much these days you don't have to put up with all of it
0: yeah what are the things the hobbies and all of that that make you feel the most like yourself and make you walk away and think oh I feel filled up from this so therefore I can pour into other people or other things that don't necessarily give me energy whatsoever
1: just going with it and you know what else serves me Oh, is this my cue? What what serves you, Abby? I tossed you the ball, but you didn't hit it. They say it again, sorry. And you know what else serves me? I can't imagine. What serves me is when I get my Shanty Boutique package in the mail, because yes, again, ladies and gentlemen, this episode, much like last week's, is brought to you by Shanty Boutique. You can shop the trendy items for fall, back to school vibes, all that good stuff. We got lots of denim and sweaters coming in hot. Every week, new inventory. You'll never get bored. Never, not something new to shop. Super exciting. Rotation of inventory. Speaking of inventory of your life. (laughs) And you can shop at shantyboutique.com. If you live anywhere in the U.S., they ship. But more importantly, if you're curious, you can follow them at Shandy boutique on Instagram. And they're always posting their new stuff. And yet again, you might see a familiar face. But I'm kind of filtering out, you know, and I don't, I don't get to live there anymore and take the cute pics. But use code JGWI20 for 20% off your first purchase. Woohoo! Do you guys hear that? 20% off. Get excited. Shopaholics out there, this one's for you. Go treat yourself. For me, I'm thinking another one is actually exercising on a routinely basis. No, when I'm
0: in shape, going for a run used to really make me feel good after.
1: Yeah, like those endorphins thing. It's not a real joke. Like, it's a real thing. People are people are right. They're not blowing smoke up your butt. No, no, they're not. But um,
0: yeah, it better equips you. All these things that fill you up, they better fill you up so you can fill up others or other things of your life that you... That are really draining because we all have aspects of our lives that are so draining, like pulling the chicken out of the freezer to defrost, and I'm like cooking for yourself every night for the next sixty years. That's draining as hell. But <laughs> this it makes all the other parts of life worth it when you have when you pinpoint what those things are that fill you up, and then you run with them and you practice them more often than not.
1: Run with them, run with them, baby. And I would recommend actually taking pen to paper with this activity. Yeah, I agree. Like I know it's easier to do it on your phone and whatever, more portable because you have it everywhere. But there's something therapeutic about actually writing on a piece of paper. And I think it's a lost art. A lost art of letter writing. Seriously. Also, that might be something that fills me up. Writing letters to your friends. It's so niche and it never happens these days. Yeah. But imagine the joy that you give, the joy that you receive from that. I activity. Also like all of it. I feel
0: really filled up when this is so surface level but I love putting on makeup and putting on clothes and like going to drinks or dinner with friends yeah like that whole activity all together makes me feel really good
1: yeah there's nothing like everybody just looking so cute and you're like damn I love my friends like look at us look at us go yeah that
0: might be different for everyone you might hate doing that more than others
1: not yeah maybe you look around at sweatpants and pizza and you think the same thing, which I do as well. But it's there's just something different. the vibes are different.
0: (laughs) The vibes are different.
1: So on that same
0: note, in that same vein, when you put your pen to paper, and you come up with your list of stuff that fills you up. Let's also think about the stuff that absolutely drains us and how we can kind of be cautious, like I said, of our mental energy of our time and guarding our uh, peace of mind and our energy levels.
1: I think probably we could all agree that overconsumption of social media and media in general is pretty much a draining activity. I think that it's obviously been a topic of conversation as to how that's going to affect our generation in the long term. We don't know. But in the short term, we can all recognize the longer you spend on your phone, the more bad you feel about yourself and about your life, usually, because all you're doing is comparing. Yeah, and it's crazy. Even if it's subconscious. It's crazy because we literally can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, we're literally on our phones all day still communicating. Except when Ashley goes dark for a week.
0: Uh, This past time was like 12 hours. It was like yeah. four hours I didn't text you back today.
1: Well, sometimes I just need immediate validation. I know. And here's the issue.
0: I kept stock of my own life and I realized that being on my phone constantly was so draining. And then I stopped and then I never fully got back into it. And I'm trying. So word to the wise, if you have people that depend on you in any way, <laughs> shape or form, maybe don't put social media in your phone as a draining thing. And because when you're going to like it, and you're not going to be able to go back.
1: Well, there's a difference between social media and just like constantly texting and communicating. But being so responsive gets exhausting. Because if you're lucky enough to have a best friend, such as Ashley and I, we are communicating in truly every facet that possibly could be because we'll send a Snapchat. We'll be texting throughout the day. We'll be sending pictures over that. We'll be sharing things on Instagram, sharing TikToks that never end. And then we also have a
0: group chat with all of our other best friends.
1: So we're communicating in that. (laughs) And between all of that, you barely have time for your own thoughts, which is kind of nice. <laughs> and that's just you. <laughs> Some people you like to say what their thoughts. imagine that
0: there's more people than just you in my life.
1: <laughs> right. So imagine the 9 to 5 Ashley's logging with communicating with all these people.
0: Um, but no, it's nice. It's something that I don't take for granted or take lightly whatsoever. I, it's just nice to, you know, go off the the kind of wellness, instructed yeah. tweet vibes. No, I'm back. I'm back slowly and steadily yeah
1: okay so social media draining drains that old energy
0: personally when i'm not spending a lot of time around people that fill me up like the uh, exact opposite of like not being around people yeah drains me my personality type
1: yeah, I, I think it's a little bit draining sometimes when you're around people that are either new to your life or like kind of what I went through, which is just like a big life transition, like new characters in my life, new everything. And I think eventually, not right now, because like the excitement is still up, but eventually I'm going to long for like closeness of people who really know me and know my heart. Because I mean, I don't have any family here. And I think a lot of people in their early 20s are going through that, like you probably just move to a new city or you're just missing your college friends, whatever it may be. Maybe your siblings moved away. Maybe you moved away, whatever. it's it's It can be hard. I mean, yeah. when you don't have those people in your close like geographical proximity to be around and spend time with. I've
0: used this example before, but like when I was abroad, it was completely new people I was having to the time of my life. And then I finally hung out with Allie, who's one of my best friends and stuff. And I was like, oh, this feels so right. I, it was exhausting, actually, keeping up this whole constantly fun not an act but like this whole new people no it is a
1: performance
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was exhausting it was exhausting doing this performance of you know being on 24 7 for all these new people for three four months on end until I finally was around someone who knew me
1: and don't get us wrong there's nothing we loved more than a performance but it does get tiring and we need time to recharge I think when I put too much emphasis (laughs) this is getting really deep oh wow when I put When I put too much emphasis on my outward appearance as opposed to like how I feel on the inside about myself and about my life and just everything, I think sometimes personally, I'm sure other people struggle with this too, but sometimes I just get too wrapped up in like how I look and put more value on that than other parts of me. And that's really draining. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I, this is also deep, I can get drained when I'm forcing things too hard, sometimes repetitively
1: like what like like certain relationships or what
0: maybe like relationships or forcing situations or relationships again and again and again I'm doing it for the sake of just doing it without Mm -hmm. it filling me up
1: kind of just like going through the motions yeah another thing that can be draining is just running around all day and not taking any time to reflect or spend quality time with yourself sometimes even for you extroverts running around I love running around no I think it's even for extroverts, though, yeah. I think there needs to be a balance sometimes because we're about as extroverted as it gets. Yeah, it's called exhaustion. But even sometimes I need to just like sit and read my book or watch an episode of One Tree Hill or take like a super long shower and use like all my products and just feel like I'm in a little spa for a moment, you know? And if you don't allow yourself to do that now, imagine when you're a mom. My God. Yeah. <laughs> just picture it now.
0: i my kids off to you.
1: <laughs> we're going over Auntie Abby's for the week. <laughs> Careful with her driving. <laughs> don't get in the car with her though
0: (laughs) yeah don't get in the car with her. you drive you're five Um, but yeah now those are some like looser examples some other examples that don't necessarily pertain to us but stuff that can be draining to you specifically could be networking meeting new people maybe that's not your thing but meeting new people could be draining maybe like crowded places bars can be draining to you stuff like that or too much time on social media or off of social media even if that's maybe your source of income or something like that but stuff like or, <laughs>
1: then that's just financially that's draining, <laughs> draining.
0: <laughs> or like forcing new hobbies maybe like that's another example of forcing stuff maybe forcing too many new hobbies and you're just really not into it let's all be honest with ourselves i think it's just that really like
1: trying i think it's really what you're describing is just trying to become a person that you think other people want you to be yeah, thank you. versus just leaning into Yeah. Versus just like leaning into who you are, your likes and your hobbies and really not giving an actual shit about what other people are thinking, doing, saying, wanting you to do. Just leaning into exactly what you like. And then the people that are similar to you will find their way into your life if you keep putting yourself in those spaces. Yeah. How about that? How about them apples? (laughs) You like apples? (laughs) Um, How's that feel?
0: (laughs) No, no. That's a voice of our generation right there. That's real good.
1: Thanks. Sometimes really good things come string along in a sentence in my head and most of the time they don't, but let's capitalize when they do. Okay. I will say the last thing that I think has been draining for me personally, as I kind of look back as we're growing up out of the teen years into the early twenties, looking at my life inventory, if you will, are relationships in a romantic sense that maybe aren't serving you in the way that it should be. And I think a lot of people get into relationships and this happens where you become their therapist and they're always leaning on you or they're always taking and you're always giving. And I think it doesn't have to be romantic. It can obviously, it can even be with a parent, like a parent child relationship. You just kind of have to take a step back and look and see if it's going both ways or if it's not. But I think a lot of times in relationships, it can be very much one-sided that way. And it's super draining, just speaking from personal experience. Um, so if you're in one of those relationships Maybe just give yourself a reality check, take a step back, think about, is this really the best way I should be spending my time? Because I know a lot of people out there would just rather be in a relationship just to be in one, to feel like they're with someone than just to be happy alone. And learning to be happy alone is a lot harder, but a lot more rewarding, in my opinion. And
0: also bouncing off of that, this is true for romantic relationships, dating, or friendships and meeting new people. Enough of this business of let me impress them and make sure they like me. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why would you want someone to force someone or trick someone into liking you? It's,
1: it's true. them being a
0: good fit for you and what you want and what you're looking for and making sure you like them. And I know that I'm saying that just for with someone that I think is selfish, really self-assured and it's easier said than done. But that whole pivot of seeing if someone fits you – and making sure that you like them. It's testing, going on a date, hanging out with a new person to see, yeah, if you like them and their life versus trying to impress them and make win them over. No more of this winning people over.
1: Right. You don't have to go into a first or second date thinking, I hope he likes this, this, and this about me because I want to make it to the next date. How about you start looking at him and s- picking him apart, you know, mentally? Does this don't serve rude, me? Yeah.
0: Does th- Does this serve me in my but life yeah. and what I want
1: is, is he living up to what I want in someone? Because they also have to make it to the next round of dates. It's not just you. People don't. It yeah, people
0: need to uh, deserve you. There's no, you shouldn't just be hand yourself mm-hmm. around on a silver platter to any sort or form of relationship. You have to, and like I said, it comes from a place that was, you have to be self-assured, I think, and a little self-confident, but also just fake it till you make it in that regard.
1: Yeah. And I think dating can be really scary, but it's also just such a great opportunity for personal growth in your twenties. This could be like a whole nother. Yeah, we're, topic. we're, we're the
0: rabbit hole in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I will just I just want to throw that in there. Like maybe if you're feeling kind of in a rut in your life, start going on some dates again because although it sounds really daunting and scary, it can teach you a lot about yourself and you can probably have a lot of fun in the process too.
0: Yeah, and what you so. like and what you don't like and yeah pivot from there.
1: Just keep seeking the uncomfortable, putting yourself out there. And that's where all the growth happens. Just lean into whatever makes you a little bit uncomfortable. It's
0: almost like you're just going with it.
1: Yes. Almost as if. I wish there was a podcast about that. That'd be really cool. <laughs> just going with the highs and lows of life, huh? And now has come that time of night where we are back into book club and book recs. Um, if you know us, we've just been kind of pounding through the books in this last year, and I'm even, actually really grateful. It's
0: not even an organized book club anymore. Just keep up no. read our descriptions, and we'll read at least one, if not two, books a Right. Life.
1: If any of these books that we discuss suit your fancy, if they pique your interest, just read along with us. Listen to the episode. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear it.
0: So right now, we're going to dive into... Did you finish Daisy Jones and the Six?
1: No, I'm halfway through right now. But it's one of those books that... You know how sometimes it's called like a page turner, like you just can't put it down. You want to blow through it. Well, this is a page turner, but at the same time, I love it so much that I, I want that it to last before. longer. I'm like, I just will read it really slowly and really savor you every chapter. need
0: to read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, also by the same author. I love Daisy Jones more than anything when I read it. That book is 500 times better.
1: Seriously? I, I can't even imagine. Work of art.
0: I love that book. So please order it after we hang up.
1: Okay, but we're really on a Taylor Jenkins read tour. We did Malibu Rising, Thanks for on Daisy Jones, then Evelyn Hugo. We're we're, we're powering, powering through. But this book is really cool. Before I had read it, I didn't really understand what everyone was talking about in the style that it's written because it's it's very much like Almost Famous if you guys like that movie. It's one of Ashley I's favorite to reference. Um really really young Kate Hudson, great movie, Rise of a rock band of, her of the first 70s, movies, I think. Yeah, she's so young in it. It's insane, but this book is fun because a I love the 70s. I love that whole era. I love like pieces yeah. of it's art very sweet and when Max fashion. Steven So Stevie Nicks vibes. And it's cool because it's told as if it's like an oral history. Like a journalist went back and is talking to the band members after they've grown up, talking about their rise of fame, getting all the different perspectives. It's hilarious because obviously people have different perspectives on the same event. So you'll hear a bunch of different ways that people are describing it. And she writes in so many voices because there's so many characters. It's not from one perspective. It's so cool. If I'm
0: wrong, the band fell apart and this reporter is going back and figuring out why, right?
1: I don't know that they say that at the beginning that the band fell apart. I think it was just... Or they like
0: grow up. They grow up, basically.
1: Yeah, they're def- it's definitely many years yeah. later.
0: And she's going back and like figuring just like... Which Honestly, is
1: also yeah. why some some parts are hazy and people remember things differently because it's not like she's talking to them in their prime. But I just think it's so cool. It's like an oral history of this completely fictional band that probably is based in a lot of truth of the time frame and like actual bands that were rising at this time. I just think it's so cool. I would have loved to live in that era also. Sign me up.
0: <laughs> this is also, I think this book kind of put Reese Witherspoon's book club on the map and she put taylor jenkins read right on the map this was, Do you think this was one it, of her really? early i think when i started recognizing her book club it was one of her early like book picks a couple years ago oh yeah
1: i did not know that i'm gonna actually look up the year that it was published
0: yeah i think it was like 20 i don't know 15 or 16 i'm curious maybe, maybe a little later I'm so curious. but i uh, this oh they're coming out i don't know if, how far they've made it oh my god i think sam Claflin is gonna be in the show
1: it's a show there or like in. a series or a, a movie. This is 2019. So it really is not that whole.
0: Yeah. So they're going to do a, I'm actually not sure if they're going to do. Oh, it's a mini series is what they're doing. And Sam Claflin is going to play Billy.
1: Interesting. Yeah. And I did not picture Billy that way. <laughs> you know what? I am not going to look up this cast right now because I ruin- want to cast it okay. myself. All,
0: we also have to cast Malibu rising. And I think I got Jay and HUD down in my head.
1: Ooh, I might do that after we hang yeah, out. Yeah, please do. We're and send it send to it you. <laughs> send it over. That sounds like a fun evening activity. <laughs> We're
0: getting older every day.
1: Okay, wait. That's something that fills us up. If anyone's looking for a new hobby to fill them up and they're not that like artistic like me, can't draw worth a lick. <laughs> You should do this <laughs> for the lick. I literally hate myself. <laughs> you should do what Ashley and I do, which is you read a book with your friend at the same time, you get through it, and then you cast it as if it were going to be made into a movie with your own cast. And then you compare. And it's so fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's make, I can't yeah. believe more
1: people don't do this. It's
0: a very niche hobby. I'll tell you that right now.
1: <laughs> it's niche, but it sure is fun. <laughs> sure is fun
0: as hell. Um, watching also a really good quality like Jake Gyllenhaal movie fills me
1: up. Oh, and also for all you movie people out there, we saw a trailer today for a new Netflix film. I forget the title, but it's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, and it's he's a nine one one operator, and it looks really good and suspenseful, and I'm so thrilled.
0: And then looking past the, we looking past Daisy Jones and the Six. We are going to do a change of pace and genre. No more Fleetwood Mac. No more family dramas or best friendships or romances. We're doing a straight up thriller, either psychological thriller or suspense thriller but we're throwing around some suggestions and we're gonna pick one and go from there because enough of this romance and best friend happily ever after
1: yeah it's time to change the pace let's shake it up baby it's gonna get really intense up in here and i'm excited
0: yeah so stay tuned for that we'll throw that up on instagram when we uh figure it out and then for melbourne rising final did you give it how many stars i'm honestly gonna say 4.75
1: Ooh, we're doing 0.75. I mean, days. 5
0: is like I would read it again tomorrow. 4.75 right. is like I'll read it again in, in a couple of years.
1: I mean, it's definitely an easy read. It's not deep in any way. But it is very close and near and dear to our hearts because of Malibu. Yeah. So for that reason, I give it a 4.5. Okay.
0: And yeah. Also check out our Instagram for the book highlights for some more from both me and Abby. You'll notice Abby's two highlights are distinguished by Abby recommendation hashtags. (laughs) Go read the cats in your local bookshelf (laughs) everywhere.
1: You guys, one time I was, this was like when I first was starting to get into reading again after college, like reading for fun, like the lost art that it is. And I was looking around my house for just books laying around, like, oh, maybe I could just, I don't have to buy one. Like maybe I'll just read one that's laying around. And in my garage, I find this book from 1974 or six or something. And it's so strange. And I read it and it was actually really good. So... Anyways. Yeah, it's called the
0: Cats. It's about a bunch of cats and boys in the woods.
1: It's so weird, <laughs> but it was actually a good story. Um, anyways, if you listened to us
0: this long, go ahead and follow at Just Go with the Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you can find podcasts today. Follow us on TikTok at Just Go with the Podcast as well. And you remember code JDWI twenty for twenty percent off your first order with Shanty Boutique.
1: Heck yeah! Now go get yourself a happy hour drink and enjoy your weekend. Cheers.